You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast, brought to you ad-free with the support of our patrons. Visit mashthosebuttons.com or stay tuned after the show for more details. Welcome to the Torn and the Goblin, Mash Those Buttons podcast about Warcraft story and lore. My name is Nick Zelenkevich, and I'm Gragthar, Torn Hunter on Skywall US. And I'm Katie, Clanker Goblin Resto Shaman on Earthen Ring US. And today is April 20th, 2022, and this is episode number 146. Woo. And you might notice what it's April 20th, that they might mean something to you, not because it's April 20th, 420 and all that stuff. We don't care oh, about that here. I didn't even remember no. that was a thing. Yeah. No, no, but it, because April 19th was the day that uh, Blizzard told us to save the date. They were going to announce the expansion and they did. Dragonflight, it's a thing. We're going to all get to play it and ride dragons. It's going to be fun and awesome. Or is it? I don't know. Maybe we'll figure that out as we go along. But uh, yeah, what did you think of the expansion, Katie? I, I'm sorry. I was... A game because Nick was like, "Ah, maybe we'll enjoy it." I'm like, "How dare you!" First of all, I have been waiting for the dragons to come back since Cataclysm. Because you have, yes, you have, and I, on the other hand, have been like, "Okay, you guys, you know, you're done. Age of Mortals now. No, let's let's get to work. Chop, chop." (laughs) Okay, so for those of you that need a slight recap, at the end of Cataclysm, all of the aspects had more or less given up the majority of their power, Uh, and then I think if you go to uh, there's usually a person standing by all the portals, uh, both in Stormwind and in um... Orgrimmar. Orgrimmar, thank you. Wow, that wow. Yeah, wh- wow. What faction do you play? Only Orgrimmar. <laughs> <laughs> Only Orgrimmar. There's no such thing as Stormwind for me anymore. Uh, but they'll they'll show you the cinematic, and in the cinematic, they they're like, "This is the the time of mortals." Um, I thought remembering. They somewhere they were like, oh yes, like the dragons have largely stopped like reproducing, like their numbers were going down, that kind of thing. So I've been where did where did they even like? I know that's been a fact. I like know, I know, um, but like I don't. I when was that? Was one of the books? I want to say it? I thought so. Well, because then um uh when Krolstras dies with uh, Alex Strazio's clutch, I thought that was like part of the thing. Um, Probably. Yeah. I. Anyway, so it's. Essentially, they were like, at the end of Cataclysm, they're like, okay, the, the time of dragons has now come to an end, essentially. And that broke my freaking heart. I was so upset. I was like, no, like, we got to find a way to save them. Like, I don't know if I need to make a dragon dating app or like whatever I need to do to get all these dragons together to make more dragons. And like, you know, um, and it's, so that was a thing. Uh, we also know that the Dragon Isles has been a part of Warcraft lore for a long time, so very much uh, similar to, like, Zandalar and Kul Taras, it's been a place people have wanted to visit. So, imagine my surprise, which, it, to some extent, it was a surprise, but then, you know, there were a lot of leaks about it. Uh, seeing this cinematic, I'm not gonna lie, it's uh, pretty much um, my next Ysera cinematic. Like, I've cried every single time I've watched it. I've watched it like 10 times. I just sob like a baby. I'm like, the dragons are back. I'm so ready for the dragons to be back. Like, they're they're such an intricate part of Warcraft's history and lore, and I just love them. I, yeah. I I also love fantasy games that don't make dragons dumb and stupid. Like, I love the super hyper-intelligent dragons that are like, yes, we're basically guardians of this world, and you're all stupid living on this rock, and for some reason we have pledged to take care of you. So here we are. But I'm very excited. This is the long and the short of it. That was a very long answer, but I am I'm, hecking I'm excited. Glad I'm glad you're excited. I, I don't know. I watched the cinematic, and I, I don't want to say like I felt nothing. Like I, like uh. I was dead, dead inside. Like oh my I gosh, just, Nick. My problem, I think, the way you feel about this cinematic is how I felt when I got to Zareth Mortis, and okay. like. I'm way in on like the cosmic, the cosmic lore. Like if there's a cosmic war or whatever, like whatever's going on with that stuff, I'm way in on that. 
Like, I still want to know more about the first ones. I still want to know more about the Primus and even, you know, Zoval for as much as everybody like wants to say, like he's, he was underdeveloped. Like, I still want to know more about him. I see all the people online talking about, I can't wait to move on from the Shadowlands. I'm not there yet. I still am firmly, you know, in that headspace. And so, so, you know, it's like, I knew we were going back to Azeroth because you, you, you know, you can't, you can't stray too far from Azeroth for too long because there are people who like Azeroth, you know, and rightly so. It's a cool place. That's where I keep all my stuff. And, <laughs> you know, so for me, I was like, okay, like I wasn't surprised by that, but I'm just like, it was, it felt like a little bit like, like watching, like this was made for somebody who is not me. And maybe it was made for you. Like it may have been made entirely for you, but it's like, it was just not made for me. And it just, it, it, it's like, it's not. It's not the cinematic, it's me. Like, I don't mean to be like, you know, like, I mean, obviously, like, technically, it's a great cinematic. It's a well-told story. Like, I have no problem with the content, but it just, I just felt like reaching for something and like, like being like a ghost and just reaching right through it. Like, it just, I was, it, I wasn't the target. And I'm that's not saying like, I won't enjoy, uh, I won't enjoy Dragonflight. Like, I assume that I will. I'm, th- there's going to be plenty of stuff that's going to come out. The interesting thing is that they haven't told us who the final boss is. It's all, there are rumors here or there, but at this point, they're just rumors. We don't have Tom Chilton giving any interviews being like, and Garrosh is going to be the boss of Siege of Orgrimmar in, right. you know, in a few, you know, like blowing the whole thing open, which that's cool. Um, that, you know, that, that, you know, that, that I've seen speculation. I've seen a few different end bosses thrown around. So mm-hmm. really it's, which one do you think is, you know, the most logical? Um, some of them may even tie back to other theories about say the Primus. We'll get into that. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so, so, I mean, to that extent, it could still, you know, I, I think it's going to be like that. It's going to be one of those wow expansions that like you said, like, like really, I think like Mr. Pandaria, where it's going to start out like, okay, we're just going to this place that's been hidden for 10,000 years. You know, this will be fine. <laughs> right. You know, we're going to go there. We're going to check it out. And there's going to be some other problem that we're going to uncover that's going to tie back. By the end of this, we'll be back, right? All enmeshed in the cosmic stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's just a little bit of a detour to get there. So I, I, I'm not, don't get me wrong. I'm not like disappointed. Like, oh, you're dragging. Ugh. How dare you? I know. I mean, I, 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 don't know, I don't know that there's anything that they could do where I would have been like, you know what? I'm out. Like, this is not my expansion. I'll just, you know, I'm Wrath Classic for two years. I'll come back for, uh, you know, the the Void and the Light, whatever, in, uh, you know, in 11.0. Like, no, I mean, I'm not. But it just, it didn't, like, uh, you know, like, I know I know you said you got very emotional over this. And I, you know, I was like, okay, like, here, here you know, everybody's all like, oh, Stone, you know, Stony Tony, Stone Boy, whatever, all, all fawning over him. Tony. He's cool. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I really loved, I really loved, the, like, the way that he was cracking. Yeah. Like when he was climbing and you saw the cracks on his fingers and oh, then when man. he was when me. he was, you know, pushing the stone together and you could just you saw like the cracks running up his arm. I mean, his that face, was cool. It's just like spiders up his that face was cool. too. Yeah, like that was cool. And then you know, and then he falls and that fall, they timed that perfectly. How long they let him fall. Mm-hmm. Because Cinematics team knows what they're doing, man. No, because you're like Alex Strauss is going to save him, right? Like, like you, you're just thinking like, like he called dragons, like he's falling. A dragon's going to catch him. That has to happen. Right. And he's getting closer and closer to the ground. And you're like, where are the dragons? They're, they're not going to say it. And you're, and you're, and I'm like, you know what? Not again, like not like super emotional here, but I was like, okay, you know what? Like if, you know, he, if, if he, he falls and he, he cracks, that's tragic. I'll feel bad for him. But like, that's the story that they're telling. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, We'll go with that. Like, like you have just enough time to accept that he's going to die, and then Alex Straza saves him. And you're like, oh, there it is. I knew that was coming. It's like, yes, I knew that was coming, but I also knew he was going to die. Whatever whatever the outcome was, I was going to be like, I knew it. <laughs> you are impossible sometimes. Did you know that? You're like, yeah, I knew it. I'm like, no, you didn't. Yeah. You're oh, that's so my point. That, that's my point. That's my point is that whatever happens, I would have been fine. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I very much, like, the... I love how they framed the entire cinematic. Uh, I'm actually glad uh, that we talked about um, something of the ancients. Why can't I remember the, the dragon book, Nick? Um, oh, uh, no, no, no aspects. Dawn of the aspects. Dawn of the aspects, not the ancients. Oh my goodness, yeah. my brain has been mixed up in all different kinds of lore. Um, but yes, so Dawn of the Aspects actually, I believe, takes place in the Dragon Isles. 
Um, maybe not. No, it's Northrend, I think, actually. It's, it's, it, no, it's, it's well, it's, it's it? unspecified Azeroth because oh. it's before oh, the Sundering. That's, that's it's correct. before that's correct. It's before anything exists. So yeah. you kind of left to kind of guess where it is. And I'm sure we'll get more. Oh, the only thing we know is like when, when they kill Gra- Galakron, we yes, know where that yes. is because they're not moving the body. Right. Well, and that's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, it's in Northrend because that's where Galakron died. And I'm like, oh, but. But I thought parts of it were supposedly taking place on the Dragon Isles. Maybe not. There were no Dragon Isles is the well, problem. Okay, the the spot that would be the Dragon Isles then. Right. I think I think that might be the implication, but it's 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 left unspecified because how do we know? Like yeah. it was all it was all one giant landmass. And the problem too is even in the last fight, like they're all like Galacron's flying around and he's so massive. Like they're all over the place. Oh yeah, like, he's traveling vast. Di- like the last fight happened like, over vast distances. Yeah, he must have been bigger, massive. Yes, like that would also be interesting to have another giant calamity character like that again. Uh, that was an aside. Um, oh no, I think I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh well, there's there are there's speculation that Galacron could be coming back. There, I mean, they maybe. Uh, It'd be well, weird. What... Like I could see like spawn of Galacron because there were a lot of those. Um, oh, there there was a spawn of Galacron somewhere as well. Galacras, the Galacras. last. Yeah, the last yeah, spawn the, of Galacron. One of Galacron. Probably yeah. not the last though. It's like a spoiler alert. It's like the last one until now, and you're like, right. da, da, da. so uh, right. I I don't know. I I was super excited to see the Watchers. I was really excited to. Um, I don't know, just like experience them coming back or waking up, which is really neat. Well, I was not to cut you off, but I was excited to see the watchers rendered in high fidelity. Like yes. Yes. Because like, you know, we see them in the game and they're so like, kind of like pristine. Mm hmm. I mean, like, at least the ones we've like, encountered. Right, right. Well, I mean, some some of them have been a little, little messed up, but generally, like, you don't you don't realize, like, oh, they look like Grecian statues. Mm-hmm. Like, they look pretty. You know, like, oh, they've got like they look almost like they've got like uh, like like uh, like alabaster skin. Yeah. Like they're just and it's like no no they're they're stone they're made of stone that's what it looks like when they're stone. It's like oh okay that's cool. Well, and it's possible that different watchers were made out of different materials. So like I'm sure it's all stone, but it's like. They, some of them could have been made out of marble or some of them are made out of this more like rough hewn stone. Um, I think what I loved about the cinematic is how it started. So it's like you you see the watchers going to sleep. I We hear, I assume, Alex Razia talking about how they're like, OK, we want you to guard this place for us. And when we're ready to come back, you light the beacon so we can find our way home. Uh, you see them going to sleep and then, you know, you see them wake up or the singular one wake up and like they did this great like time change it's just like immediate and i i think the part that struck me the most is when he looks around at the other watchers and all of them have crumbled like every single one he passes even uh the one that's on the throne like they they've all fallen to pieces and he's the last one awake that we we've encountered anyway the cinematics made it seem like he was the last one uh standing on the aisle which i I mean, I know that it's like done for dramatic effect, but like from a WoW standpoint, I'm like, whoo, they're super lucky that this guy's still alive because if they weren't, no one is ever coming back here. Um, but yeah, so I, I think they did a really good job of both building up him as a character and interesting. Like they did. A, I mean, he's a statue, but they did a great job showing expressions on his face, like just minute uh, decision making things like I, I was very excited about it. Uh, also, I noticed that he, when he moves, it's kind of halting a little bit. Yes. And I really liked that detail. I was like, that's really cool. Because, like, I wouldn't imagine that a statue moves super smoothly. So, uh, again. It almost felt a bit like the, uh, like the stop and go, uh, the stop motion animation of, like, Jason and the Argonauts. Yeah. Yep. It felt very stop motion-esque. Uh, yes. But very smooth in other regards. So, like, just the amount of detail that went into this Watcher. Um, I don't know. I thought that was worthy of a note and of praise. As I said, I've watched it like 10 times and oh, his eyes are so pretty and like they're even worn. So like when you see him, he has this moment where he uh, makes up his mind to climb the tower and try and forcefully um, put the orb back together that will light and create the beacon for the dragons to come back. Uh, I don't know. I just every part of it. I'm like, oh, man, the details are so great. I haven't even gotten to the dragons yet. Like, oh my gosh, the the high fidelity on the dragons. 
I have it as a background. I have it as a screensaver. It's now my Twitter thing. I'm like, I, I, oh my gosh, I love the cinematic having the, I I think it's, there there are four dragons that come in. I know that there's a bronze, I think it's bronze in the front, but then it's bronze, green, blue, and then I would assume it might be a red one, but it also looks like it could be a black. So just having- be any black unless it's Raffion or right. Ebonhorn. Right, right. That's why I assumed it was a red one because they're probably well to say that there aren't any black dragons or I have a feeling that more might appear from the recesses yeah. uh of the world, but there's not many sane black dragons left. Now it will be interesting to see if we have um not sane as to say insane black dragons come or like dragons that we know are less mentally stable. It'd be interesting to have them show up as well. Plus I'm sure we're going to see the chromatic flight if there are any remaining. So I think there are a few that are still alive and then, you know, the infinite flight I'm sure will make an appearance because you know, where there are dragons, there is dragon conflict. I want to get into the infinite flight, but before we do though, I I just want to mention one thing about the cinematic and I I, I want to say it bothered me, but I don't know that it bothered me. I just noticed this and it kind of like, it's it's like a like a pebble in your shoe. Like you can't not notice it once you noticed it. But the character starts the cinematic, sort of protecting a place or, or, or in a place, and you know they and their friends all go to sleep. Then we cut to the single character waking up. All their friends are dead, and then they have to climb up a tower to activate a communications beacon. That's the plot of the May cinematic for Overwatch. Yep. <laughs> and so I, 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 you know, it's just one of those things. It's like, I, I mean, I, I get like, okay, like, you know, it's not, it's obviously like the setting is completely different. It's a completely different story. And I, I'm, I'm sure if I sat down, like I would see, you know, even then, like I kind of realized that, uh, like to a degree a little bit like the, uh, the Overwatch, uh, cinematic, um, uh, the the one where uh, what Winston's about to get like obliterated by the big robot, and then everybody shows up. It's kind of like the same thing as the portals moment in Endgame. So like, I mean, there's similarities to a bunch of stuff, but it just kind of I was like, ah, oh, that's it's an interesting choice. Like, and I don't know if that was intentional. I mean, obviously, like they told this story for a reason. Um, you know, like this is how they want to set things up. But it just it, it just kind of like I said, like it doesn't bother me, but it just it, it kind of. You know, kind of like the like when he wakes up and he kind of crooks his head a little bit, like he's looking a little weird, like figuring out like how long has it been, what's going on. Like yep. that's kind of how I feel. Like, you know, like are 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 you May? What like you know, where's we're Snowball? We we need to. They should have brought Poke back. Poke oh, Poke was there. as Snowball. That would have worked. <laughs> um. Well, uh, I mean, everyone likes Poke Poke. Uh, so, like, exactly. first of all, that that argument is valid, no matter what. So, there's nothing I can say to that <laughs> to rebuttal it. Give me a poke poke plushie. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be the cutest thing. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Hopefully, hopefully someone at Blizzard is listening and then we'll we'll get plush toys of poke poke. Um I was gonna say the thing I think I liked the most about the cinematic, and I don't know when they they started making it, but I feel like in a lot of ways, to me, it feels like it's kind of tracked the WoW community uh over the last year, essentially. Like you know, we kind of went into a bad spot. A lot of Blizzard fans did back uh, last July. Wow, it's almost been a year. That's weird to think about. Um, and, you know, it, the, the community, I think, has gotten a little more volatile. Uh, or it had quite for quite some time after that. Um, and then it, it feels like, and this is perhaps my optimism, but it feels like things are starting to get better. Things are starting to pick up. Especially after the announcement, people are starting to filter back in. They're interested. They're like, okay, like, we're willing to give Blizzard a chance. Like, this feels like they're listening, especially, you know, after a lot of the the patches that addressed things that people liked. So it it was kind of interesting to me because it felt like, you know, you see the Watcher in the beginning and they go to sleep and then everything's, you know, ruined around them. The, The Dragon Isles are actually like, you see lava bubbling up places. So it looks like the dragon isles are actively falling apart until no the- they're they're waking up oh they're waking like, that's up that's the elements that's the elements like oh that's correct yeah because they were talking about the elements because, yes because you even see like i thought it was a nice detail like when he's walking up the shore there's like a plant right in the foreground blooming oh i didn't right see fr- that i'll have to take a look yeah yeah, yeah like when, like basically like he turns around and he starts walking like up like you, you can't miss it because it's right in the foreground but yeah like you well, see like it. <laughs> it's 
it's uh <laughs> once you know once you know to look for it you can't miss it but no but like i mean that's the thing they pack a lot of information into a relatively short package that's true um because yeah you get the impression like yeah that's why the lava is all bubbling up because mm-hmm. everything's becoming active again that's what i think the energy that caused him to wake up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so now he's like oh let me go check everybody oh, everybody's got like half their face missing that's not great and then like yeah let me let me go turn this thing on this guy that's like well i wasn't supposed to be it maintenance but now i am uh <laughs> yeah pretty much but uh but no it's like, it was my day off exactly <laughs> <laughs> poor guy but i guess my my point was that having all of the dragons come in kind of felt like the the brush of the, wow the breath of fresh air that i've i've been looking for in the warcraft community that like promise of an exciting new adventure that i i hope will bring a lot of people back that have taken a hiatus in that vein there were comments that denuser made in the little lore summary that he mm-hmm. and uh Taryn gregory did um where he was talking about how um that we're going to be meeting with the aspects and or the you know the dragon flights and we're going to learn about all these rivalries and all these problems that were within the dragon flights that go back years before we were involved with anything that we didn't even know about and we're going to have to resolve them and we're going to have to kind of help them move beyond that and to me it sounded a little bit like it was hard to like not think like there are problems with blizzard that go back years that we didn't even know about and we the players have to help the company get past that and move through that like i mean i know i might i might be reaching a little bit here but like it's you're i think it does feel i think that's i think that's what we're looking for though is like we're so used to kind of like reading the game as a metaphor for what's actually happening even though it's not even though that's not at all what it is but you know just the the pattern matching like you know that's ingrained in our human brains that like, Oh no, I, you know, where I'm trying to read things into things that don't exist. I mean, like 50% of this show is us reading things into things that don't exist. That's true. Kind of like the, the night pay and the Naru thing. (laughs) Right, right, right. Which is cool. It was cool. I still think that's a cool thing. I think that existed. I think that existed, but anyway, (laughs) (laughs) anyway, no, um, no, but I, I think like, I think as a community, we want that sign that like Blizzard's going to be okay. Like we're not there yet, especially, you know, I think that's one of the things like with the Microsoft acquisition that we all kind of clung to is like get Microsoft in there and you can get, you know, Kodak and some of the other people out. And, you know, it's like, this is another thing like, Oh, the dragons are coming back. It's like, you know, it's like mom and pop are coming back in a way, or maybe not mom and pop, maybe like our cool aunt and cool uncle, like they're coming back to make everything right. Because, you know, I, I don't know who mom and pop are like, I don't know. Maybe they're like Ysera in this and they're in the Shadowlands. So they're not, they're, I don't, I don't know what the analog is. Here, it feels like but, they're dead. <laughs> like that got but the, the dragons are coming back to fix everything and Blizzard's going to be okay. Yeah. I mean, everybody needs to work on themselves. So uh, I don't know. I, I think just for me, the, the moment, and I already said this a little bit, but the moment that I saw all of the dragons come rushing in, it, to me, it felt like this great moment uh, in Warcraft history, just because dragons are such a pillar of fantasy, and it feels like we're really tapping into some of Warcraft's roots again. Uh, which, I mean, they granted, like I'm, I'm thinking, like back in like vanilla and stuff, they they had dragons, and a lot of them weren't um, to this level, if that makes sense. Like the, I think the lore for a lot of them was around, but we didn't see them. Uh, but it taps into the Warcraft's lore roots and just the higher fantasy. And I, I think this is something that a lot of players need after Shadowlands. Like, don't get me wrong. And I, I feel bad because I have to defend every expansion at the end because everybody like hates it. I'm like, no, guys, like this Shadowlands was fantastic. I think it was really cool. Like, I especially love, I'm not gonna lie, I love the very first part of Shadowlands. So like when we got here and we were making covenant connections and doing all of that, that was probably my favorite. Um, I mean, Zarethmore is pretty great too. Uh, but like, I I think it kind of feels like it destabilized some of the fantasy because we're so out of touch with what Warcraft normally is. And I'm not saying this is bad. Like, I mean, for heaven's sakes, we went to Argus and we were basically like, mass effect for a patch um but i think having the entire expansion in another world was a little weird especially because it was the realm of death and so it was something we were very unfamiliar with i know we talked about this in our last podcast 
Um, but it just feels really good to me to come home to the dragons. And I think that there's probably going to be a lot of really deep lore cuts that we're going to find out about that I'm very excited about. Uh, and I, I don't think that the interstellar stuff is gone by any measure. If anything, I think the dragons might lead to more of that. Because, I mean, the dragons are with the watchers. The watchers are with the signs, you know. So. Well, plus the... the- as, as we were saying earlier, like the, you know, the bronze dragon flight is kind of very closely connected to the, um, the infinite dragon flight. Yes. And well, we, we, two sides well, of the same coin. We know that, that somebody who has power over time travel showed the primus, like how you can win all those different battles. Um, you know, I have to, I have to say like, since the last episode that we recorded and I was like, you know, I think we talked a little bit about the theory of uh you know the primus being like the the, the main villain mm-hmm. behind shadowlands like you know like zoval was a puppet and all that and I was, I was like yeah that's cool but i don't think so like basically like the last two three weeks however long it's been i've just like that theory is just taking root in my head and now it's like i'm all in like i completely believe that the primus is evil i think we need to take him out and i say this as a proud necro lord like i wear my baron title all you know awesome but it's like no the primus you know get, he needs to go get draca in there um so I'm completely in on that. I'm going to be com- I'm going to be completely crushed now when that doesn't happen. Um, but, <laughs> but that said, um, you know, put, putting that aside, like, you know, like, yeah, like there's, I think there's a connection between the infinite. Dra- Once you get to the infinite dragon flight, like then you've opened everything up because now you've got time as a thing. Um, Strain you know, Oregon, wibbly wobbly. <laughs> Well, not only that, but they're, I mean, they, like they, they were willing to play ball with Garrosh and, uh, you know, the, the, the forces there, um, you know, they'll, you know, we'll, we'll see where they go. They've got connection to the void. Um, mm-hmm. so there's, you know, there's a lot at play there and uh, yeah, I think like that'll, it, it's, it's not a matter of like, will we get back to that? It's just, how are we going to get back to that? Cause it could be, the, it could be the dragons. It could be something else. I mean, uh, one of Ilganoth whispers is, uh, that uh, what is it? The five torches now dimmed, or, or five lights now extinguished, or something. Uh, well, uh, you know, trying to find their way home, they'll they'll show us the path, something like that. Like that would be the five dragon flights, and then we just had that big beacon, like leading them home. Um, we we know one of the dragon or one of the dungeons is going to be going back to Aldemon. There's a new wing we're going to find in Aldemon. Um, we know there's a bunch of other like old, you know, Titan facilities out there so you know who's to say that there's not another one under these dragon isles that's got some kind of purpose that um you know maybe nazoth isn't really dead maybe we're gonna you know there could be another old god that we didn't know about um i mean heck we've already seen titan stuff on the surface of this so it and uh, so the 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 giant tire tower sorry to cut you off but the giant giant tower is (laughs) it is it's a giant i want a giant I want a giant tire now. Oh, I want to see like a I monster tower. tower. Just- I said tower. I'm tired. That's also true. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, that was a really, really bad joke. Um, but yeah, so like the the giant tower in the cinematic even shows the giant light of beam going down, and it looks like yeah. it goes deep into something, some mechanism, which would make sense if there is a giant Titan facility under this island. So I would. I'd actually be really surprised if there isn't Titan stuff under this island. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, almost but, like, come on, Titan stuff. But it. see, like, there probably is Titan stuff under the island, but at the same time, I'm going to be like, yes, we should explore that, and I want to know more, but, like, why can't we just call up Illidan and be like, hey, man, like, you're hanging out in the Pantheon with all the other Titans. Can you just, like, can you just have him tell us, like, what's under the Dragon Isles here? I know I we mean, can't actually call Illidan. I, 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 I'm fairly certain they'd be like, I don't remember. <laughs> it's probably been. I mean, they probably didn't even build that. Well, maybe. I was like, did the Watchers build it, or like, you know, who who, who uh, built it? Yeah, who builds all this stuff? I mean, was it Stony Tony and his friends? I I, I feel like it's got to be the not Mechanomes, but the um the original Mechanomes. The, the Earthen? Or no, not the, the original. Well, some the Earthen they, too, the, but there were there were yeah. gnomes as well. Uh, before they succumbed to the the curse of flesh, because um, Miramaron is one of them. Yeah. Old jerk face. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I just every time I think of Mirmron, I think of the time he hangs up on you. Um Well that that's another like unresolved plot hook. Yep. Like what's going on in Olduar that like, yeah, that could tie into this, yes. It could. Like could. now is the time. And what's interesting to me is with all of the stuff that's happened on Azeroth, um, like, you know, in Battle for Azeroth, the world was 
sundering apart and now it's i guess better um there's a lot of like titan stuff that we saw but we didn't interact with so i feel like this this is the time right like are we going to go and visit all of the titan facilities like this feels like it's dragons plus titan titan stuff again which is good and i actually got excited uh, when they announced that they were doing Wrath of the Lich King because I'm like, this feels like two parallels, right? Like they, in Wrath, you have all the Titan stuff and then you have all this. I I, I don't want to assume, but I want to think that there's going to be a lot of Titan stuff in Dragonflight as well. Can I tell you something that made me feel bad? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> You're going to tell me anyway. What is I'm it? I'm going to tell you anyway. No. So watch this cinematic. Like I said, I, 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 it was okay. It, you know, like I didn't, it didn't feel like it was for me. Then watching the Wrath cinematic that, you know, you know, just a remix of some quotes and stuff and, and the, you know, the, the force will whisper your name. I got goosebumps. I mean, like I that cried. stuff, that stuff still hits. And so I don't know. Again, like, I don't know. I'm not saying like, oh, this, you know, like I'm, I'm not trying to like, you know, crap on the new experience, but like something about like the, the old stuff still, it still got me like this. And this one just, it just, it just didn't feel, just didn't feel like it was for me. To be fair, nostalgia is a very difficult thing to mess up. So that is correct. Well, actually, uh, well, actually, I'd argue you could mess up nostalgia. You can, when done correctly, it's very potent. Yeah, yeah. And Wrath wasn't even the one that I played. Wrath was the one I missed. Oh, I, I don't know. Wait, you missed Wrath? Yeah. Well, now we know what you're going to be doing. Yeah, right. No, I need to do the Wrath server. I need to do the uh, the Wrath gate. Yeah. Uh, Siege Siege Wonder City. Yes. Uh, but, um, I don't know. I, I am absolutely ecstatic because dragons have always been my favorite part of, well, not my favorite part of Warcraft. Obviously that's goblins, but dragons have <laughs> always had a very special spot by heart. So, Rhea Straza is your favorite dragon she then? She is. Well, there, there are, um, the, wow, I, I can see them in that. Oh, wow, this is embarrassing. The dragons out in. Uh, Netherwing drakes. The Netherwing drakes oh, can yeah, also yes, yes. transform into goblins. So I mean, they're also uh, on my list of favorite dragons that are hidden in plain sight. That are like, yeah, I chose to be small because, and I'm like, I appreciate that. It's like Kroby. There's not a lot of them that choose to be smaller, which is I always think that's funny when you come across one or two. But uh, yeah, I'm hoping that we'll see the return of a lot of dragons that we might have met in our travels because we didn't. Haven't killed a lot of them, but this also the the Drakthir, I think, is what they're called. I am yes. so excited for that race. Um, I know everyone's. I mean, I. All right, I'm just gonna come out and just in case people haven't guessed already, I am a huge dragon simp. So I'm like, yes, dragons. <laughs> I'm like, I get to play a dragon. I get to like ride around with dragons. I can't tell everyone how excited I am for dragon riding, which for those of you that haven't watched the cinematic is basically like you get to dive and twirl around and like as you're flying a dragon, you actually get special maneuvers you can do in the air, which is what I already do on my flying mounts, but they don't look cool like this. So I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be like 90% of my day is just flying because that's what I've been doing since BC. So... I don't know. I as much as this, you don't feel like this expansion hit for you. It's like it's hitting every single uh, thing uh, I wanted. Uh, it's like every uh, checkbox that Katie could have asked for. I'm like, oh my god, it's everything. I was gonna say, short of like an undermine expansion, yeah. like this is exactly what you wanted. Basically, I am so stoked to go in on this adventure, uh, <laughs> um, and I'm just excited to see the the community. Largely seems pretty excited about it. As yeah, well. I mean. There are some nitpicks about the the Drakthir, about their, their sure. body type. Although they've even said, like, there's actually going to be some customization there. Yeah, so, there's a lot. Um, so we'll like. have to see. If there's more they, they didn't show is the problem. Yes. Yeah. So we'll have to, we have to see what's going to be available there. Well, and um, then your your dragon mount you get to customize. You get to customize yes, the body shape, be, the armor, awesome. the horns, like, the color. I'm like, they're... they're okay, I and I don't want to go too far down this, you know, but I feel like they're... They've listened to the players and they're adding a lot more customization, which granted, I know that we need a lot of customization for the older races as well, but this feels like a really cool step in the right direction of like, hey, here's a bunch of cool customizable things you can do. We, you can really make this your adventure. And that feels really good to me. Well, they, they didn't give us player housing, but they gave us Pimp My Ride. I mean, I actually would prefer Pimp My Ride. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yes, 
That's what it's I do. Easier, it's easier to show off. No, no. I mean, that's the thing. Like they, they. There's one of the dragons. It looks like a one of like the pterosaurs that the yep. Zandalari fly around on. Like that's awesome that you have that much customization. All the different. The only thing that I'm going to be curious about is how much of that is going to be available at like you know, when you first unlock it and how much of that is going to be like, well, you have to do this achievement to get that. You have to run this dungeon to get that. Um, you know, how, where are they going to, what are they going to gate this behind? But like, there's not to armor say- too. There's dragon armor. You can like put armor on your mounts, which is something I've always, I love the idea of like, okay, That's, I'm going yeah, go to go gonna be dog fighting with them. They're talking about dog fights. Yeah. Okay. I, I know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. You guys, if you can't I know, <laughs> <laughs> just like he has everything I've wanted like just like basically flying mount jousting I'm like this is this yes. is everything I've ever wanted I know I've talked about it like a long long time ago when I talked about the Archer tournament um, maybe that's what I'll do I'll go back to, to Firelands I'll do the jousting there I mean sure this is better <laughs> <laughs> you do well, whatever the, you need to do the one thing that I find interesting though is they said that the dragon is the only mount that will be able to fly in the Dragon Isles. And I don't know if that's permanent or if that's just for now, but that, they did, I do, they did I do, say that. I do wonder about that because, um, like, the one thing that I wonder is, okay, like, basically, we're getting flying from the get-go. It makes sense. Like, just the Dragon... Like, the Dragon Isles are the home of dragons. It's not going to be a place that should be designed for people to walk around on. Like, you're right. going to... The, the, there should be an expectation. Like, if you're here, you got wings, you better use them. So, like, that makes sense. And, you know, for once, you're taking the whole flight discussion and everybody's you know aggravation with however you're you know locking flight you get that out of the way right out of the gate good you know good it makes sense thematically for this expansion i'm fine with that mm-hmm. but that said though like the way that you use flight like if you go back to the last time that we had flight available at launch it was cataclysm when you got to the cataclysm zones you are already unlocked flight on the eastern kingdoms and kalimdor that you know, you're doing the questing through those zones. Okay, I'm here. I got to get over there. There's a mob in the way. I'm just going to hop over and I don't have to fight the mob. And now I'm there. And I wonder, are they going to let you use your dragon riding? So it's like, can you do that? Or is it going to be like, a well, really, you can only kind of land in these spots. And then like, you know, if you're trying to get like around this area here, you can't really be on your dragon because it's going to be too small or, you know, or you're going to get dismounted or something. And, and, you know, like, I wonder if they're going to do that to preserve the questing experience but still give you the convenience of being able to fly um because it, it's you know we'll have to see we'll have to see how it all goes because i think like i kind of can't see them just openly conceding like yeah we're, we're, like like what do you even do like why even bother like putting obstacles in like why even bother putting that mob between you and the you know where you're trying to get to if you're just going to jump over it like it's like i'm i guess i'm curious how the quest designers are going to approach that everything knowing that flying kind of will be available. So it's fun that you asked that because I'm actually on the Warcraft page and the, the, almost the entire time we've been discussing, I probably shouldn't even admit this, but I've been watching the video of someone flying on the dragon and like doing the barrel rolls and doing the dive. And it's just been playing over and over and over again. I keep being like, yes, this feels so good. Um, but looking at just the zone that they're in, it doesn't look easily traversable by land. So I'm guessing. And I could be wrong, but I think that because they're giving us this mount, they have shaped the Dragon Isles around the idea that we're going to be flying a lot of places, that you're not going to want to walk. So, I mean, there might be like aerial enemies. I could see that being a thing. Um, Oh, yeah. But I, I would absolutely love the idea that while you're trying to get from place A to B, like, I, yeah, I'm dive rolling around these giant pillars. Like, I'm swooping down under the canopy. Like, you know, they're allowing you to have fun and do interesting things while getting from A to B. And I think, and I, again, I'm a bad person to ask about this because obviously I'm thrilled. Uh, but I feel like that will be fun gameplay for people that are used to just doing, like, A to B flying and, like, you know, dodging the enemies which i do as well but it, it'll be interesting you're right to see how they kind of approach stuff like that but on the other hand i'm like i think they're just like yeah just fly everywhere because flying is now super fun so have fun flying everywhere like we fixed it guys here you go um it, it's gonna be interesting to see like like because obviously like dragon riding is a thing like you'll do on the dragon isles and then like back in azeroth proper you just fly on your other mounts and, and that's fine and it'll be interesting, like if dragon riding takes off, 
Like, you know, if that, really like, is, that, is that something that they're going to gonna, like wind up having to backport to the other, you know, the rest so of the world? So what's interesting that you say that, and this is just me noticing the different dragon body types, but we already have four dragon body types that exist. Yeah. So we have yes. the uh, proto drakes. We have your standard drake. Like you said, we have the, the pterodactyl. Uh, and then we also have the wind rider body uh, for the horde. So what I'm wondering is, are they, because presumably all of these skeletons will have the ability to do drake riding. What I'm curious mm. about is, is this like their test run? They're like, we, we gave you a bunch of different body types, but we also on the back burner have the ability to go in and make this a thing for all mounts. So that's what I'm personally hoping, uh, just because it looks like it. I, and this might be unique, like they, they might not be able to go back and retroactively do this to the other skeletons. I don't know yeah. how their processes work, uh, but uh, because they have four bodies that all have this uh, ability, I'm very hopeful that we'll see it for the rest of the mounts. Uh, it's actually worth mentioning that the this has some amount of utility. So just, I mean, it has diving and rolling and that kind of stuff, but you actually can get up to an accelerated speed. So you dive and then you start to get these little... I don't know. Um, contrails. Thank you. I just like, I know there's a word for those. Uh, you get the contrails off the ends of the wing that show you that you're going at a maximum velocity. Um, so basically, like the more cool tricks you perform, that makes sense. Uh, the faster you can go up to a top speed. So I, I could actually see them implementing this for flying just because it would be cool. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, we've had to pay for uh, faster flying forever. But it's like, this feels even better. It's like. Yeah, anyone can go slightly faster now. It's like it's a game to go anywhere. Yeah. And that feels good to me. But I love flying. Flying is like my favorite thing in this entire game besides lore. So I'm also a really bad person to ask. See, they should they should give you a mount where like you get in a cannon run by a goblin and he just shoots you out and then you're flying that way. I mean, that's almost what Ajara is. <laughs> <laughs> you just get on a train instead. So I want to go back to the cinematic for one moment. Not train rocket. Yes. Sorry. Go ahead. Everything that we've talked about, there is some confusion about who like the head watcher yeah. is because mm -hmm. right when he goes to like shut off the beacon and then he goes and sits in his chair and then dies. Um, Alex Straza in the narration mentions tear. Yes. And so a lot of people think that's Tear. But that couldn't be Tear. That can't be Tear because Tear dies elsewhere. Exactly. So, so unless he that, didn't die there. Right. But he should have? But he, yes. So <laughs> is that Tear? On the record, I'm asking you now. Make your call. Um, based on the lore that I know currently, unless they went back and retroactively changed it, which we know that they're you know, not shy about doing <laughs> Gallywicks. Um, I'm still a little salty about Kazan, but that's fine. Uh, I don't think that's Tyr. I, it could be... I, I want to say even Tyr's brother, because that was Logan, and sure. we took care of him, but uh, I, I, it could be another Watcher. I, I, a lot of the male Watchers look kind of similar. Well, they did back in Wrath, but that was for a reason, so I don't know. On the record, I'd say no, because that wouldn't make a lot of sense. Uh, I would guess that was was someone else. I don't think we're going to ever... We might not ever find out, because they might be gone forever. I don't think he can well, retroactively fix them. Koronos should know like who that was, I mean, so presumably we can ask him. I mean, they, they, um, they should... Like, any of the dragons... Well, not any. The, the older dragons... Yeah. Feasibly might Alex know. Alex should at least know. Right. Yeah. Alex Straza yeah. or Ysera or, well, Ysera. Um, yeah, Ysera. Yeah. She's, she's <laughs> off the shelf for the moment. Uh, she gets to sit back in expansion, maybe. Probably not. We'll probably find yeah. a way to, like, suck her through the. I, yeah, I was going to say, I, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point, maybe, not that she, like, comes over, but, like, if we don't, like, commune with her at some point in this and just. Because I, I know, surprised. like, her, her daughter is going to have a big role. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep, and oh, and yeah. uh, Kaligo's got a glow up for uh, oh man, yes, Kalik. Yep, uh, the blue dragon flight leader for those of you uh, that needed the reminder, 
he got a glow up, so his his model now isn't just a human model. He he looks great. Oh my gosh, and Rathion! My my favorite snarky black dragon friend. And Ebonhorn. I'm excited to see Ebonhorn again as well. I shouldn't just yes. say Rathion. But Rathion looks great. I have missed him. So I, I actually I would you know what I'd love to see? My one wish for this expansion is for Anduin to walk up to Rathion and punch him in dragon form in the face. Just have that as a clip. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, Anduin! And Anduin walks up and just slugs the dragon across the face. He's like, you know what I've been through? He's like, you didn't even come into the Shadow Lounge. He's like, hey man, I was trying to do my own thing. I was trying to find the Dragon Isles. He's like, you didn't even do that right. <laughs> sorry. I'm actually not sorry. Yeah. That'd be a great clip, but. Well, yeah. <laughs> We'll have to see. I mean, yeah, because well, Anduin, we we have yet to talk about Anduin at the end of uh, a Shadowlands, so yes. we'll we'll get to that at some point in the near future. That, and we still need uh, to talk about the Sylvanas book, uh, which has been a fantastic read. So we'll have to get to that. How, at some point. how far into it are you? Uh, I am a little over halfway. Oh, you're ahead of me. Okay. Well, I will say nothing. No, that's fine. I've read a lot of spoilers. Well, okay. Well, don't tell me those. What? I don't want to know what happens. Did you know that Sylvanas becomes War Chief of the Horde? <sighs> How dare you, Nick? <laughs> How dare you? <sighs> uh. Yeah, Dragonflight. Looks cool. <laughs> well, okay. One, one other thing that I thought was an interesting talking point uh, is if you look, I think it's one of the stills, but uh, there are two Drek'thir uh, that are facing each other it looks like maybe it's like a pvp thing they're, they're not very far apart but the interesting thing is that if you look at the skins there is a chromatic skin and an infinite skin and i'm hoping that those will be Ooh. made available to players because that would Ooh, be super neat that doesn't sound right at all so i'm thinking there'll be direct theory that well, probably aren't friendly to us as well because don't forget that deathwing yeah. made the direct theory uh, right well, I, I I could see him making the chromatic ones because you're, you've got all the flights, that, but the infinite one, like that, shouldn't be possible. Well, it like, shouldn't that... be, but it is. I mean, I I could see it actually be possible, uh, depending on you know, first of all, if the Drek'thir in question was a bronze Drek'thir or some variety of bronze. I don't know. They they have different skin tones, so we know that they can appear in at least all of the. Traditional dragonflight colors, including the black dragonflight. Katie's making the black dragon. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm very excited about that possibility. That and the red dragonflight, although I do love all of them. I, you know what? I hate to even admit this, but I'm like, okay, so I'm, how many? I'd have to do 50 race changes. Not actually, because I would leave my goblins, but let's see, how many would that be? 38 race changes <laughs> 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 to drag the air. Um, but anyhow, can you can you race change to Drek theory? Because when you race, the the one thing you can't change is your class, right? So I don't know. Probably not. I was just uh, I, no, be no. I hadn't I hadn't thought of this because you your class is the one thing that's constant. It is the but one you, thing that's you, restricted. You can only be an evoker if you're a Drek theory. Yeah. So you can't race change to them. You might not be able because, to. No, because you can't. Like, what are you, you um, the only way you can do that is if you change your class, which you can't do. Right. So I, I don't huh. know. Like, there might be one of those things where, like, unfortunately, you can't do that. That would kind of make sense. That's, I don't know. Yeah. That's like trying to be, well, this is a bad example now, but it was like a Pandaren Death Knight back in the day before they were allowed to be Death Knights. So, yeah, you know, it, it might be a thing where they'll, they might open up. Uh, other class combinations to drag there. I kind of doubt it. I like the idea that we have both a class and a race because we are overdue, uh, in my opinion. So I was like, yeah. yes, like, and also, okay, sorry, we get another male wearer. Finally, yeah, well, no, we no, don't. No, no they were male. As, no, no, they do. As a, I'm just saying, as a hunter, I kind of liked being one of two male wearers. But no, I was just so tired of all of the leather wearers. I was like, oh my god, nothing, no male ever drops in the raid I was in. Because I was like, I had a hunter was the other person. I was like, it was just one of us. And like, yeah, I don't know. What's competition for it? It's I, just you and one other guy. I'm super excited to have that evened out a little bit. Just because that's nice. Because then there are more male drops. I'm also super excited that this has introduced a new healing class. Finally. Okay, that's cool. Because uh, I think this is the first healing class since monks, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, so I'm very excited because I'm going to try and play a uh, invoker healing class. Uh, I, you guys, I'm just so excited. I am absolutely tickled <laughs> about this. <sighs> just in case you didn't know, maybe this is like the unbridled optimism everyone wants to hear. But I'm just like, I am just bouncing in my seat. I'm like, is it time? Like, just put me in a pod and freeze me until it's expansion yeah. release day because i don't uh, yeah i was gonna say that's the one thing this. let's not talk about is when this is coming out because it's gonna be a while yeah it, it probably will be uh they did not mention that so we'll we will see what they release in the upcoming months hopefully yeah, we, we, not years we need we need to sit down and figure out what we're going to talk about while we're waiting for this to come out because dragons gonna we gotta dragons <laughs> dragons <stick. laughs> every dragon in the game we're gonna go and make a podcast about them we actually probably could. We could, yeah. That's actually it's like somewhat feasible. That would take yeah. like a year, but I don't know. I think we'd have to while. mesh some of them together because there's not a lot of info on some of them. Well, you can like mix one of each flight into the chrome, and we'll do an episode on the chromatic. I am so upset right now. That was not funny. <laughs> it was horrible. <sighs> actually, it was kind of funny. Uh, yeah, the chromatic flight is super interesting and i'm very excited to see rathion interact with the direct there because it's like oh yeah more of your dad's experimentation and rathion's like ha yeah about that because like how much of this expansion because i don't think we've seen rathion really interact with a lot of other dragons before because like, he wasn't killing him well or having us kill him that's okay that that's fair and that's true uh did but, we ever actually see rathion and ebonhorn together I don't think like so. We just know we just know that like they, they met off screen. Other. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I I am excited because this is kind of like it's not quite as big as like Torellian Illyria, but like this is the moment where we get to see Rathion potentially with all of these other dragons that are like, you are the son of Deathwing. And he's like, uh yeah. Uh, hi, everybody. It's like kind of the not that he'd be awkward, but he's like, yeah, it's me. You know, no big deal. Save the world from Nizoth, you're welcome. And I'm like, oh my god, Rathion, like, don't do not do this right now, because I'm going to get eaten by a dragon, and you're going to get eaten by another dragon. Dragon cannibalism. <laughs> um, but yeah. That, I, and that and that leads to Galakrond. Yeah, probably, yeah. That's what happened with Galakrond. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't. Dragon cannibalism is bad. Don't do that. Yeah. I would say any cannibalism is bad. <laughs> I mean, that's, that is probably I'm not, I'm not really advocating true. any of it. Yeah. Yeah. Just in general, it's just not a good idea. Yeah, uh, yeah. The official stance on cannibalism of the Torn and the Goblin podcast <laughs> is, no, is no. that it is bad. We, we do not recommend it. <laughs> okay, yes, that's true. Katie was like, "Is there an example I can bring up where it's not bad?" I'm like, let's not even try that. Let's just let's we're just moving no. on, moving right along no. here. <laughs> no, and don't don't watch the movie alive. I won't. Do you know what it's about? No, it's about a, a, I mean, a plane I, that cr- it's about a plane that crashes, and then the only uh, way the people can survive is to. Uh, is that where they yeah. like start with the, one person's fingers and whatever or something? I don't remember. I don't know. Uh, I should say I've never actually seen it myself, but I just know what it's about. Well, okay. Because <laughs> I don't watch movies with cannibalism because it's bad. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Okay. All right. Um. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who who had on their bingo card like a, a five minute riff about cannibalism on the show this week? <laughs> you know, you know what? Yeah, free kudos uh, to them. I yeah. mean, really, if someone makes a bingo card of our show and it doesn't have something totally wacky, I mean, that might be the bingo space. They're like cannibalism. Sure, that's bingo. That's the wild card space. They did something weird. But anyhow, going back to the dragons. I'm very excited for all the dragon politics, especially after being at Rivendreth. So I'm absolutely tickled that we're going to get to do dragon dragon politics. And then they're going to probably get mad at me and be like, God, mortals are dumb. And I'm like, yeah, well, you guys need to fix your stuff. Because like, you know, so-and-so you know, I- stepped on so-and-so's tail 150 years ago and they hate each other. And I'm like, okay, you, you need to cut that out. <laughs> no drama. No dragon drama. <laughs> oh, God, I this, think I need this, to... I think I need to walk back to cannibalism policy because I realized that as a forsaken cannibalism uh, is an ability. I knew there was something. I knew there and, was uh, something. Yeah, you can you can use that to heal. That that's actually one of the heals I have on my rogue. So, yes. Uh, also, yep. Okay. It is only time is acceptable is if you're a forsaken. It is a great way to really unnerve 
anyone around you. Doesn't matter if they're Horde, Alliance, probably even dragons. You're like, I'm just going to eat this dead person. And they're like, what are you doing? It's like, well, I can't taste anything anymore, but I assume it tastes good. Or like iron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not going to. Supposedly Forsaken don't have a sense of taste anymore. Or if they, would they do, have, it's they would, super they, dull. They, they, it's, yeah, I can't imagine that would be great. Oh, oh, yeah. No, actually, we know that they don't have a sense of taste. Um, Because when light magic is used on them, they can taste the rot in their mouth, which is really, oh, yeah, that's right. a yes, really disgusting yeah. fact. I'm like, I yeah. am so sorry, Forsaken. You do not deserve this. No. But. <laughs> All right. So we, we have now <laughs> so, amended our policy. and let, Let's move on. Cannibalism is acceptable in only one circumstance, bingo space. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I, I have talked an awful lot about what I'm excited about. Was there anything in this expansion announcement that got you super excited? Like oh, they're redoing oh. the UI? They're re- they, they- yes, the UI. I'm super curious to see how that goes. That's going to be fascinating. Crafting? Um, I, I, Sorry. The craft. Well, you, you can put I've, stuff like work orders up now, and that's super that, neat. I've... You know, when I started playing the game, I was like, oh, I got to have all my different alts so I can, you know, have like my like one alt of every profession kind of thing. And I, you know, would mail stuff around. And even then, like, you know, I, I got my my hunt, my hunter's a leather worker and he's sending gear to my undead rogue uh, so that when he levels up, he's got stuff to do. Like, I I, I play that game, but I haven't like I, I get everybody like the max level for the expansion now because what now that each expansion has its own little ranking. And then I, I don't. But even even though like this expansion, like the legendaries are very much tied with your crafting, um, I haven't really bothered with it that much. Um, so I, I mean, maybe it'll be nice. I'm I am curious about the work orders because that does seem like a cool feature to use. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'd say I'm lukewarm on that. It just it's just not something I'm I'm into. Nothing not to say it's not a good idea. Um, but no, the UI stuff I am fascinated to see by what 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 they can do with the UI um, because they're absolutely right. Like you you you. You know, for as long as we've been playing this game, it has not occurred to me like the UI and I use the default UI. I do too. It has changed very little over that time. Like, I mean, they, they incorporated like the the quest tracking uh, over the years. They incorporated, uh, you know, they've improved the quest, the map, the mini map a little bit as far as what it shows. But it's like from a like a resolution perspective, like this is still the same UI we've had since 2004. So the fact that they're like going back to the, the, the you know, the drawing board. Literally, because didn't wasn't that when they showed like the uh, like the team like in front of a whiteboard, whiteboard. like actually working on it? Um, I don't know if they were actually working on it. But I don't think they I, were. I don't think so. Because but it was one, a hilarious picture. One somebody on Reddit like like zoomed in and like one of the post-it notes just said "circle" and had a circle on it. So, so I don't know. I mean, they, maybe they were working at something. I think they were just they were just writing on a board for for the pictures. But regardless, that's not important. Um, no, I'm looking very much looking forward to see what they do with the UI. Um, if, you know, if it's as customizable as they make it sound, uh, that's going to be fun. And even then, like the, just the, the basic point, like you forget, like, oh yeah, like monitors are way better now than they were in 2004. Like, oh, yeah. you know, I yeah, I mean, I don't even think I have like top of the line monitors here, but just compared to the old CRT monitors that they had back in the day, um, you know, it's a world of difference. I think my monitor is like from 2009. And that's still better. It it's is still better than what. Yeah, I just so. that was a moment where I was like, "Man, I need a new monitor. I want one. I should get one at some point." Uh, for maybe when the new UI comes out, because then I'll have a right. reason. I'm like, "Yes, that's right. justified. Totally." totally. I remember <laughs> when I'm. I remember when I moved in with my well now wife, but you know girlfriend at the time, and you know I had I brought my clunky CRT monitor, and then. You know, like, you know, in her office, she had the nice, you know, the nice, you know, flat monitor LCD or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can steal this now. <laughs> like, like, mm, long HDMI you cable. Don't, you don't. Yeah. Right, you, know, like, you don't really use that monitor in your office. She's like, no, I'm like, I'm taking that. Like, like so, yeah, no, I, I was very excited, um, you know, back in like, what was that like 2012 or whatever? But uh, now it's, you know, ne- ne- it's, you know, it's been 10 years even since that. So, yeah, like everybody get new monitors is what I'm saying. Um, I'm super excited. Like, it sounds like there's a lot of good quality of life changes. And for those that are more technically interested in Warcraft, talent trees are coming back in an actual talent tree format. So 
to me it sounds like they've they've been listening to the community and they're they're putting a lot of fun both fun and quality of life improvements in um i know a lot of people would argue that this is overdue takes a long time to make a game katie says with an eye twitch um <laughs> so I, I i know people are excited and perhaps apprehensive in equal measures but i i think this i am very optimistic for this expansion uh and i very much optimistic that i hope that this is also a kind of a renaissance for blizzard because this like with all the colors and all the i don't know it, it just it feels better than shadowlands where shadowlands is kind of all well it's not all gray actually but you know the zones were themed around colors but a lot of the colors felt a little more dingy like Eldraxis was kind of green but then like a lot of the ground is kind of a fleshy color um rivendreth is kind of super dark everywhere which is great i'm like these are really cool uh, but then you go to the maw and everything's gray so i'm very excited and i know the you know uh, the night fae have a very pretty uh, area that's mostly blue um but i'm very excited to see all these super lush green trees like these snow biomes i'm, I'm just excited to get back to azeroth well, so do, do you think that's one of the reasons why like zareth mortis is so nice is because it's like a, it's a return to like a, a like a verdant green it's a return to what like, we're used to more yeah. and i think that's nice like it's nice to have zones and i don't know just like Things that you would expect in Warcraft, like I again, I enjoy Shadowlands. I think it's really cool. But it's, I think a lot of people are ready to go on to the next. Well, almost ready to go on to the next thing. We probably still have quite some time before this will happen. But yes, I I'm excited to see you know the the color changes uh, again, and be outside because I if it's I don't know this is a weird thing, but like when I'm in Shadowlands, I don't feel like I'm outside. I don't know. I just feel like I'm in, like, You're bubble. No, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I see that. I think I see you that. kind that's of I, are. Th that's how I always feel in Silvermoon. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's a ceiling there, and there's not, but it. I feel like it is. I mean, you can't fly in Silvermoon, so I'd see that. Well, no, although that that supposedly is one of the things that may be coming. Uh, that uh, there's uh, rumors. I, th I think it might have been data mined. That like in nine point two point five, there might be like a silver moon revamp. Yeah, or something. I I saw stuff um, about that potentially. So I I hope that's the thing because that would be neat. I silver yeah. moon is long overdue for some content. Absolutely, <laughs> it's the old. It is the oldest content in the game at this point because I mean everything else got redone in Cataclysm. Yeah, you're, you're so, not so silver moon and uh, uh, Azure Mist Isle. Yeah, Azure Mist, not and Blood Outland. Moon. Yeah, yeah. So. Actually, well, yeah, yeah. I was like, was there anything in Outland? I'm like, no, Outland content hasn't been redone. Outland itself as a, a concept has, because that's Draenor, but right. yeah, you're you're right. So it'd be nice to to give, especially like, you know, we they've been talking about um Silvermoon and like everyone's like, what happened with the Dead Scar, like all of the scourge, like what's going on there? So there's there's a lot of uh bits that they can wrap up. And I know that we did a little bit, actually, we did a little bit of Silvermoon stuff uh, in the Blood Elf quest line, and then I think also in the um, uh, what's the Void Elf quest line when they got kicked yes. out. Yeah, so there's like, a little bit of Silvermoon stuff there, yeah. Technically, there is some, but like the city itself but, no. and the it, zone the, hasn't gotten any. No, I still, uh, was it, there was like a week when uh, the the Aviana's Feather, I think it was, that you could get in Warlords that let you like shoot up and then glide down. Yeah. You could use that in Silver Moon. Really? And yes. Wow. And you could see how broken the geometry was. I'm not surprised. I clipped through a wall yeah. once and I was like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's rough. It's rough. So if they can, if they can, you know, finally get around to updating that and then let, letting people fly there, I think that'd be a huge. I they should let people do the dragon riding there because right? if they open up flying, it's like, oh, you can only ride your dragon here. So I am interested to see if dragon this dragon riding will only be available in the dragon isles or if it will be worldwide because if it's worldwide then it's a, a mount specific mechanic it sounds like it should be uh i also want to do this on every single character forever. yes, <laughs> yes. no we'll, we'll we'll have to see about that i think th there's a uh, a lot that they can do with this and it's really a matter of how much they how much they want to give to us at this point because um it sounds. I mean, it sounds cool. It sounds like it's gonna be fun. So I, we'll I'm super excited. Because I again, I'm sure nobody knew that 
after all of this time that we've been talking about it. <laughs> it's like 15 <laughs> minutes of me being like, dragon riding. Well, good. You're super excited about the expansion, and I'm super excited about cannibalism, and we'll leave it at that. I <laughs> I don't even know how I feel about that statement. Okay, we're, we're going to end on that note, because yeah, well, I have nowhere to go from there. <laughs> we're never meeting in person. Uh, <laughs> Did you say we're eating in person? What? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Pack your own lunch, Nick. Jeez. Uh. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll get it on the bus. Oh no! It's so upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah. So thank you to Jared for producing. Thank you to Kurabar for editing. Thank you everyone at home for downloading and listening and bearing with us through our silliness. We are at Torin Goblin on Twitter. Also at the Mash Network. Find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons. Also YouTube at YouTube.com slash Mash Those Buttons. Katie, where can people eat you? No, nowhere. You cannot eat me <laughs> anywhere. But you can talk to me on Twitter at Hyrule Master 77. You thought you were gonna slip that. I'm not I'm did, I'm on to you, cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> You know, in in uh, in my younger days, <laughs> I con- I considered myself to be a fine young cannibal, but but, but, she, but she drove me crazy. <laughs> Where are we going with this line of thought? Just <laughs> <laughs> where where where? What's your Twitter handle? <laughs> I already gave it. All right, cool. Well, I'm WookieBH on Twitter. You can also find me here on uh, Wow Talk and on Squad Goals. Check those out. Join the Mash Those Buttons community on Discord. Mash.gg slash Discord. Email us your thoughts at TorinGoblin at Mash.gg. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help us out, please share it and rate it if you can. Visit MTV.gg slash support to see all the ways you can support Mash Those Buttons and all our great podcasts, including on Patreon, where you can support this show by joining the Torn and the Goblin membership for $1.25 per episode or $2.50 per month, or you can provide general support for $2 per month, and you can also check out our Humble Bundle affiliate link, where you can get codes for Steam, Epic Game Store, Uplay, and more, or check out our PayPal one donation link over at MTV.gg slash support. And stay tuned to hear about other shows on the Mash Those Buttons network. The opinions expressed on this show are the express opinions of the hosts and are not representative of Blizzard Entertainment and even on cannibalism, they're not representative of anybody, really. (laughs) All places, names, character names from World of Warcraft are used. The exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment, World of Warcraft is a trademark, registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment, Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended. For Katie, I'm Nick. Ancestors, watch over you, and I'm very sorry. (laughs) Time is dragon riding and not cannibalism friends Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at Twitter.com slash The Mash Network, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at mash.gg slash Discord. 